What have you seen as a shift in your time using LinkedIn? And what do you see as working right now? And what do you see as the future of LinkedIn as well? Yeah, I mean, these are, if you go back to the days of Facebook and Instagram and other platforms, like we've seen the story before. The story works like there's a point in time, which for LinkedIn was 2018 to 2020, where there were a ton of people using the platform and there weren't a lot of people that were publishing content. And so when you got a lot of people looking for stuff and not enough content, my content got shown, but I posted, I would get shown 500,000 a million per post. Now I get about 150,000. So over time, more people post content, content quality goes down, people put more ads in there, and the reach that you have to get shown to more people declines. And so that's the part of the process that we're in right now. The difference between a Facebook and an Instagram versus a LinkedIn is that the way LinkedIn is managing their algorithm is making it increasingly hard for creators and for users to stay on the platform because it prioritizes dog shit content. And so if you pull that stuff in Instagram and you post bad content, what happens is it shows it to 50 people, nobody likes it, and they stop showing it. With LinkedIn, because of the way that their algorithm works, they're actually showing fluff, commodity, copycat, plagiarized stuff more and more. Additionally, they do not reward big creators. As I've grown my following, my reach has decreased, which makes absolutely no sense. And so generally, I'm pretty displeased with how LinkedIn has been running the platform and the core difference between a Facebook and an Instagram versus a LinkedIn is that LinkedIn is a B2B sales company, not a social network. They're trying to be a social network, but where do they make most of their money? They make most of their money selling the recruiter tools. They make money every time you send spam DMs with Sales Navigator. They make money when companies publish ads where they're able to create lead metrics using the contact data that you put in and then sell that to someone for $50 when they buy ads. And that's how LinkedIn makes money. And so the revenue model for LinkedIn is misaligned with users, which is different than all other platforms. In all other platforms, the platforms make more money when you stay on longer because it's an ad platform. They make more money the longer you stay because they show an ad one out of every five posts and their goal is to keep you engaged. And maybe LinkedIn's trying to get there, but they haven't shown me to this point that they can actually be a, an effective social network. There was a point in time where there was just a supply and demand and a big opportunity and the algorithm wasn't sophisticated then either. It was just that there was a huge opportunity and I was able to capitalize on it. I've been spending some time with their product team, giving this feedback. I give it on the podcast every time, hoping that a couple people at LinkedIn listen to this and do something about it because I wouldn't be surprised if in the next 36 months, if you see some types of popular communities or other social networks, like a Bravado is doing this for sales, where they're actually gonna start to steal market share from LinkedIn because it's so bad to spend time there. People spend time there because they know there's an opportunity to get visibility, but they dislike, for the most part, the content and the stuff that they see. And so if another platform is able to bridge that where they get a mass scale of B2B people that have the authority to buy stuff, and they match it with a social network first mindset, potentially going a little bit more niche, social network for B2B marketers or revenue professionals, social network for developers or product teams. Like there's something really there and I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of those popping up in the next three years. And if LinkedIn doesn't continues to not be able to execute, I hope someone starts to take market share from them. So do you think for somebody who's a little bit more on the beginner side, maybe trying to, you know, build their agency, build their business, their B2B, they're listening to your podcast, they're taking your advice, they want to do stuff on dark social. 
do you feel like LinkedIn is still a good place for them to invest a lot of their time and resources? The primary thing that you should focus on is the business strategy. And you can use content to sort of triangulate on there. But I, like I mentioned before, they try and solve business problems with marketing and it's not going to work. And so, but let's assume that you have a clear ICP, people want it, you can retain customers, blah, blah, blah. And now you're trying to be able to acquire more customers at a reasonable cost. I think the number one priority that you need to have is you need to have a, a long form content strategy. I like using live events personally. I'll do these podcasts and they're great, but I actually like having a live audience because then I get the data that I'm saying. I get all the questions live. It's a live event strategy. We are able to collect that data from people. We get to see who comes back and how often they're coming back. And that becomes the gauge of, is the content good? So before I ever put the content on LinkedIn, I know that it worked because 300 people sat through it on a live event for 90 minutes and gave me good feedback in the comments and asked engaged questions and we didn't have big drop-offs. So I'm not guessing about whether the content works or not when I post it on LinkedIn, I know it works. Um, so I think in a long form content creation strategy is the core input and then being able to then formulate that. I think that when you go into more micro content, social distribution in B2B, I think that, yeah, you should be spending a majority of your time on LinkedIn if you're selling higher ticket things to B2B companies and buyers. If you're selling a $99, $249 course in B2C format, even if they're expensing it, I would be doing that on TikTok, probably TikTok, maybe YouTube shorts, Instagram's too far along that I don't think that you'd get a lot of growth there. Yeah, um, But I think, yeah, I think LinkedIn's the place. And then if you're able to have the stack of events, podcast, LinkedIn, then go to TikTok. Yeah, Instagram's a fucking wasteland. I actually deleted Instagram completely, just took it out of my life completely eight months ago for, I mean, business reasons. We still advertise there quite a bit, but trying, mm -hmm. to, trying to build a following there was just the wasteland. And then also just in my opinion, mental health. Instagram is just not a good place, in my opinion, but been seeing a ton of success with YouTube Shorts recently. LinkedIn has dropped quite a bit for me, and I've been doing a lot of stuff on TikTok recently too. And it, it's kind of reminds me of LinkedIn from four years ago, right? Where the, and especially what I like about TikTok too, and, and YouTube as well, is that there's higher barriers to entry for content creation, right? Yeah. You see it on LinkedIn now, like, you know, I have a lot of friends that are CEOs that are just hiring copywriters to just create content for them. And they're, they're great copywriters or create some good thoughts, but it's too easy, right? And I've been pushing LinkedIn to go video first for years or mobile <laughs> you know, first and they just, then they can. And I haven't been able to vocalize it the same way you did. I think it's super smart is that it's the barrier to entry. So the barrier to entry is super low on LinkedIn and the algorithm's not sophisticated enough to realize that it's garbage that shouldn't get shown. And so that's, I think I've, about it more as the consumer, not as the creator. And as the consumer, like, I don't like logging in and seeing what I see right now. It's the worst. I've said that for years, but, <laughs> yeah. but you've actually done a tremendous job with video and it's something that I haven't seen nearly as much engagement on my video on LinkedIn as I have with kind of the short, I mean, we already know the exact type of content that I'm talking about on LinkedIn, right? Like the strong hook, you know, getting them to click more, getting them to comment, all those types of things. Totally. Yeah. But video, I just haven't really gotten to work, but you, you seem to be getting a lot of engagement on your video. Do you think it's because of the type of content? Do you think it's because of the following? Do you think that there's in the future that the future of LinkedIn in terms of content creation for creators will be video. Or do you think it's something that LinkedIn has just kind of missed the boat on that? I mean, first off, I started doing LinkedIn video in October of 2019. So I've been doing this consistently three to seven times a week for the past three years. Yeah. So I think there's a consistency element. When I go back and look at what was happening, 
at that time I was getting hundreds of engagements on my text posts and I would get 10 to 20 engagements on a video post. But the reason that I made that direction is because people were copying my text posts. They were translating them into new language and literally directly plagiarizing. They weren't doing anything about it. So I said, you're not gonna be able to plagiarize this. And then I, just, I moved to a video first format and it was highly successful for me. The algorithm simply doesn't prioritize it. But the if I make a text post, I'll probably get a quarter million views. If I make a video post, I'll get somewhere between 80 and 150,000. So about half, you know, 33% to 50% of the overall views on a video versus the text post. But people are sitting down there and watching a four minute video from me versus reading my text, not from me. So there's a whole nother element of what is the impact of the content, right? If you exclude just impressions, what's the impact to that? And I've just found that the video builds trust, credibility at an entirely different level and then is able to feed people from a four minute video into our podcast. And all of a sudden, before they know it, they've listened to a hundred podcast episodes from us. I never have and still don't prioritize vanity metrics like impressions. I look at business impact and we've just seen tremendous growth since we moved to video. I'm mixing a little bit of stuff in now using screenshots and data and stuff like that. But if LinkedIn prioritized video, I'd post video every day. 100%. Come to the top of the hour. I don't want to waste too much of your time. I'll wrap this up with just one question around TikTok. It's something I've been pushing on my consulting clients for a while and I've been getting legitimately laughed at by a lot of people, not necessarily maliciously, but just like, oh, it's not the platform where people dance. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I know that you've been a proponent of it, which is great. Have you been pushing that on clients? You've had some a little bit of success there. Do you see that as kind of your next LinkedIn? As I mean, TikTok's doing a tremendous job with their algorithm is amazing. The content there is amazing. I was actually talking to a friend of mine, another agency owner, $30 million agency owner, and we were talking about TikTok and he was saying, I'm addicted to consuming, but I haven't been able to actually create there yet. So essentially what you were talking about with LinkedIn, right? Lack of creators, more consumers, much harder to create content for it because it's a much different type of content as well. Do you see that becoming a huge opportunity for B2B in the coming years? And how are you approaching TikTok? What people are saying to you about TikTok right now is the same thing that people said to me about LinkedIn in 2019, the same thing that people, B2B executives said to me about Facebook in 2015 and over and over again. So what they do is they say it's too early. It's just for people that are dancing and then they come in now. They're in here. They're trying to get into LinkedIn now instead of 2019 and all the best part of it they missed. Yeah. Same thing on Facebook. Most B2B companies, if they even have one now, didn't adopt a Facebook ad strategy until 2019, maybe 2020. iOS 14 comes around, destroys that platform. And you missed five years that you could be running ABM directly at your target accounts with no software expenses and go directly to them at like $4 CPM. Yeah. Now it's $18, $20 CPM and you don't have tracking. By not moving, you miss the biggest part of the opportunity. But... The re I don't think that B2B companies should be focused on TikTok at all right now. They haven't proven that they can host a live event that people like. They haven't proven that they can post on LinkedIn once a week and people like it. They haven't proven that they can do a podcast. They haven't proven that they can make a YouTube video. They haven't proven that they can measure their marketing in the right way that actually facilitates doing TikTok, right? They can't even change how they measure marketing. So TikTok's gonna be a failure no matter what. And so like, no, I don't think that B2B companies should be focused on TikTok. I think they should be focused on understanding their customers, developing a content strategy that people like, and then moving that in order of prioritization to the platforms that matter most. And TikTok is probably a two or a three in a B2B company right now. And so 
if this is a timing thing, should companies do it? Absolutely. Are they ready to do it? Absolutely not. And so it's like the graphic that you see all the time, like a bunch of people in the boardroom, people haven't liked our content on Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, but now we're going to try, you know, be real or whatever. And we're going to go out and try some new thing. And that's, what's going to work for us. It's not the platform. It's the measurement. It's the content. It's the strategy is my view on that. So if you're organizationally ready, which there's probably less than 1% of the people listening to this podcast are organizationally ready to go do TikTok, then you're probably already doing it. You know what I mean? If you're ready, you don't need me to tell you to do it. You're already doing it. And if you're not already doing it, you're probably not ready. Thank <laughs> you.